Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdrafts up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. I am standing in place of my sister, LaShonda Nicole Wilson. I would like to thank the Hover House for the opportunity, all law enforcement and everyone here. My mom-in-law for joining me today and my parents for giving me permission to share this story. Accept no one's definition of your life. Define yourself. This is a part of a quote from Harvey Firestein. I start with this quote because it is the last quote that my sister, LaShonda Nicole Wilson, would have written in her notebook as she was gathering the courage to leave her abusive husband. Never in a million years do I think that she believed that it would be the last, that the end would end in her death. LaShonda was the oldest of four siblings, and I was the third. Each of us had our own special bond with her. And honestly, there isn't one word that I can use to describe what she meant to me. A mother figure, a sister, a friend. I could talk to her about everything, and she always gave the best advice. My sisters and I, we were good kids, but LaShonda, she made sure we were always on the right track. For as long as I can remember, we all called her Bumper. Everyone in the family did. She met the man who would become her husband at the corner store in our Grand Park neighborhood one day. They dated for a few years and were married for a few as well. It didn't start with fear for her. It started subtle. He would have her stay on the phone with him until she fell asleep. He would say things like, call me when you get up, leave, go, and come back from whatever it is you got going on today. He would sit with her at her job while she worked. She thought, well, we all thought, oh, that's cute. He cares about your coming and goings. Now we know. It was the start of how he would control her. If she missed the call, he would meet her with an attitude. Then the mental abuse. Before they would go out to eat, he would say things like, I'm gonna get you fat and ain't nobody gonna want you. You're gonna be the prettiest fat woman. Some days he would shower her with expensive gifts like money, jewelry, and clothes, things she couldn't afford for herself. But other days, he would pull a gun on her. He locked her in a house and took the phone so she couldn't call for help. Over several years, she hid the mental, physical and verbal abuse that she endured. He would say if she left, he would kill her. He said it was a joke, but it was not. As a family, we noticed how cautious she was around him, but we didn't think much of it. Well, actually, we ignored it. We thought, this is who she wants to be with. Besides, we figured she would tell us if he was hitting her right, Right? Actually, wrong. As friends and family, we don't always understand how complicated it is to talk about what's happening behind closed doors. There's a worry that you will be considered weak or responsible for the abuse. There's a fear that you don't have the support that you need to get out. Especially when the people who you think are gonna be your support say things like, why won't you just leave? Or I could never let that happen to me. We want our loved ones to be safe and happy, but unfortunately, 
Sometimes the things that we say doesn't always show that support. Prior to leaving the relationship, Mumble had already filed for a restraining order. She secured a place that we thought would be safe. On leaving day, everything goes as plans. Start the morning off regular, go back home midday when he's not home so we can pack everything we can in two cars, hers and mine. We didn't tell much people about the plan, but apparently someone saw us leaving. So as we were driving to the other side of town, the calls started coming in for him. I tried to tell Bumper not to answer the phone because I can see the fear that he's put in her eyes. She answered, and just from that short call, I can tell in her voice now that she's scared. My heart started racing. But we finally made it to the apartment and were safe for the night. The next day, he went to everyone in the family, begging us to tell her to come home or for her to call him. Those next few days were scary. She would be looking over her shoulder everywhere. She wouldn't stay in the apartment alone. One day, he came beating on the door. We called the police, but I could hear him say, I don't give a damn about the police. That's my wife. Then he kicked the door a few more times before leaving. I found Bumper hiding between the dresser and the bed in my cousin's room with a look of horror on her face. And she said, he is gonna kill me. He is gonna kill me. My cousin and I tried to encourage her, but she didn't seem convinced. And as I think back now, and I realize, I actually couldn't promise her that future because I didn't know him the way she did. The next night, my sister and I were sleeping in her bed and we were working up by the sound of glass shattering. He had placed the ladder up to the third, the third floor balcony and broke the sliding glass door. Everything that you could imagine happened so fast, and he was in the room before we could do anything. I remember him saying, all I wanted to do was talk to you. She said, I'll go with you, baby, saying anything she can to try to calm him down. But he said, no, nah, if I can't have you, nobody will. And then he shot her in the face. I remember saying, please don't kill me. And he said, I ain't gonna kill you, but I'm out. He then put the gun under his throat and pulled the trigger. Something in me knew my sister was gone. But something, something in me wanted to fight her to save her. I ran to my cousin's room and jumped out of the window. Not sure where I needed to go, but knowing I needed to do something. When the police arrived, both Bumper, her husband, her accuser, her murderer, were pronounced dead. I still can't believe that I lived through this, but my sister, she did not. She was just 21 years old when he took her life. And it's her story that I tell, with the hope of encouraging anyone out there who needs to find support to find it. Find the strength and the help to leave. For any survivor listening, there are organizations like the Hover House here to help you. And for anyone else out there, be there for the survivors and offer your support. I know Lashonda will be proud of me for sharing her story. Proud to see that while she's not with us, her story can save lives. Proud to see the woman I am someone who mentors others, is active in church, and is constantly working on making sure I'm the best version of myself. I started with this quote, and I want to end with it as well. 
It's up no one's definition of your life. Define yourself. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA, members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.